up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. How is everybody doing? Today, I am joined by Mr. Tombstone Josh. How are you doing, sir? Man, I am awesome. I'm stoked. I'm excited. We're going to talk some music. We're going to talk about bands. It's going to be a good time, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. You answered the bat signal, man. I sent out a, a, a mail shot on a podcasting group. And those podcasting groups are not normally the uh, nicest places to be. Um, but fortunately, it has led you and me to do this podcast together. So I'm very happy that I found, uh, would you call it a diamond in the rough? I don't know. I was, you know, I was thinking the exact same thing, man. You pound coal enough times, you find a diamond in there. So there you go. And you nailed it right on the head, dude. That's it. And they say you shouldn't talk to strangers you met online. And you're a stranger and I met you online. So there you go. Hey, man, that's how people people meet their uh, mates as well dude so i think it's okay that's it man times are changing i guess yeah that's right yeah so we're here to talk about music um I, i've got done a deep dive on your social media on your youtube channel um, we've had a brief conversation and you know for me music is so important and we're a gym we're a gym here in uh, in switzerland city martial arts and when it comes to working out I can't do it without music when it comes to yeah. clean, cleaning my apartment. When I clean my apartment, when I have a shower, when I do the kitchen, when I prepare food, you got to have music going, you know? So music is super important in my life. And I, I'm guessing it's the same for you. Yeah, man, 100% agree with you there. When I go to the gym, I have to have the music going. Um, I drive for my job. 85% of my day, I'm sitting in a van driving somewhere to fix something. And if I had to listen to somebody local talk about the weather or what's happened around here i'd probably go insane so music keeps me grounded it keeps me happy it keeps me on the even on the even keel man i love it there's i'm a musician myself there's nothing i love more than music you know yeah and you've taken that to the next step by sharing your love of music on a podcast tell us about your podcast yes, sir yeah man so my podcast is called the metal groove um i'm trying to trying to bring back what was cool about the headbangers ball back in the day um, I like to talk about bands I love. I like to talk about bands I've discovered. Occasionally, some musicians will join me to talk music. And, um, you know, a lot of my friends, they come on as well. Awesome. And I've, I've seen you've talked to quite a few musicians as well. They're, they're pretty yeah. cool conversations. Yeah, man. Um, I talked to the uh, the singer of Any Given Sin, really cool guy. I met when they were on the road with, uh, with Steel Panther. Love Steel Panther. Um, yeah. I've talked to, I don't know if you've seen this one, but I talked to um, Kevin from American Pie. Thomas Ian Nicholas, he has a band. Wow. I talk, yeah, I talked to him too. And then um, I talked to some local musician friends. And this coming Monday, I have a special surprise for people of a pretty awesome band. I'm talking to their singer. Man, there you go. And, and to talk to them in real time too, because like back in the day, you mentioned Headbangers Ball. A lot of those guys back in the day were like divas with their sunglasses on, drunk and whatever. And now with yeah. social media, they got to be a little bit more careful with how they talk. And it's interesting yeah. to see when they answer questions and like back and forth, how, how it kind of organically grows in a conversation, you know? Yeah, I completely agree, man. And it, it feels, um, it, it just feels smooth sometimes too, because if, if they're just chilling and they're giving you their time, it normally turns out to be a pretty great conversation, man. I've, I've enjoyed it so far. Sweet, man. Well, I wish you the best of luck with your podcast, and it's a pleasure Thank to have you, so you on here, man. Hey, man, it's an absolute honor, dude. I'm so, like, when, when I seen that you put the, uh, put the ad out for somebody to talk to, I was like, it's so cool to see somebody out there looking for somebody to talk to. I have to talk to him. And hey, man, we made it happen. 
There you go, man. Through the power of the internet. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. So the topic for today is the greatest band of all time. Now, yeah. I personally believe that it is Metallica. Gotcha. It, for many, many different reasons. Again, it's very subjective. Um, uh -huh. I asked you to confirm who you are going to go for for the greatest band of all time. You declined yeah. to answer the question. <laughs> I wanted to surprise you first, but I also wanted to to get what makes a band the greatest of all time, because there could be a couple of reasons why they are. And I'm trying to not use my bias. I've been stewing on this topic for what, four or five days now. Um, I, and I've narrowed it down to two. So I'm still I'm still working it out in my brain. I think I have who I want to pick, but I want to see what qualifies as the, what makes a band the greatest of all time. Right. So you want to hear me tell you why Metallica is the greatest band of all time? Um, sure. You can give me a little bit. Now I'll, I'll give you my idea and we'll, maybe we can bounce back and forth. Let's do that. Okay. So okay. Uh, I think Metallica are the greatest band of all time. Um, now, Devil's Advocate, there's a lot of shit in there too. <laughs> With most bands, that happens. Right. So I'm not yeah. this super fanboy just saying you're wrong because... Uh, uh -huh. I mean, let's let's just look at it. Uh, first of all, their music is phenomenal. Um, the okay. pros the pros outweigh the cons when it comes to the actual music, the actual material. Yeah. Um, they have many many achievements that most other bands collectively couldn't come up with. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at Guinness Book of Records. They've played all seven continents. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the fact that the, they have outstood the test of time. That one is the that's big a, one for me. That's a big one for me too. So longevity I, again, seems to be important. True. Very true. Now, yes, during the 2000, 2002 period, there was the, um, it wasn't even a hiatus. They didn't break up. They were just kind of like figuring themselves out. They were making a documentary about the next album, which turned out to be a documentary of the demise of the band that yeah. brought them back into this new world with their new bass player after the departure of J uh, Jason Newstead. Yeah, um, I, I'm not a, a guy that goes to Metallica to hear things like Nothing Else Matters and The Unforgiven. I, I like thrash metal. So mm -hmm. whenever I talk to girls about this, it's like, oh, Unforgiven, I lost my virginity to Unforgiven. <laughs> I just don't see it. Um, maybe I can get your take on what I've just said so far. Okay, so, so far, I like all of your points. Um, what I will counter off of that is, um, whenever I think of the greatest band of all time, what I would consider the greatest band of all time, um, so I'm going to think of longevity, like you said. Um, I'm going to think of songs that stand the test of time. Um, you know, a band that's known worldwide, uh, very popular, you know, kind of span all styles of, of media, whether it's just music, whether it's, you know, performance on stage, whether it's in movies, TV, stuff like that. Um, so pretty much their importance in the genre of music. Now, keeping bias out of it, because if, if, if I'm going to pick my favorite band of all time, it's either going to be, you know, Guns N' Roses or, I don't know, He Is Legend, something like that, okay? But those are definitely not the best bands of all time. So I got two in mind that I really love, that if I'm gonna turn on something that I think is probably from the best band of all time, I have two bands I'm thinking of. And since I'm on the spot, I'm gonna go ahead and pick one. And I'm gonna say, 
Van Halen, best rock band of all time. Wow. I was not expecting Van Halen. Good. If you want to know who my other one was, it was the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Yeah. Wow. I was not expecting that. I wore the Led Zeppelin hat specifically to. Gotcha. You know, wow, Van yeah. Halen. Um, um, you want to know some of my reasons behind it? Oh, absolutely. Hit me with that. Okay, so um, so album sales. They have a ton of album sales. If you kind of look on the chart list of, of that, um, them and Metallica are pretty much neck and neck. They're either right ahead or right behind each other. Um, Talent-wise, I'm a musician. When I think of, whenever I think of talent, man, Alex Van Halen is one of my favorite drummers of all time. Eddie Van Halen, I mean, what can you say about him? He's phenomenal. Um, they can do just about any genre style. They have the... the um, they have the ability to, uh, to do the soft stuff. They can do the hard stuff. They can do the thrash stuff. Um, I mean, they can do it all, man. Between David and Sammy, legendary, man. I mean, they had two different eras of legendary music. And to me, I feel like that's, that's pretty solid, man. That's a pretty solid catalog of work. They're up there for sure. Yeah. They yeah, are man. up there. I agree that they belong on that high list. Um, yeah, you stumped me, man. You, you stumped <laughs> me. This is, you got me. Okay. It was tough. It was tough for me, man. When, it, like I said, I've been. Audio is gone. Are you back? There we go. Yeah. Somebody You're was back? calling. Uh, nothing against Metallica. I love Metallica. Um, my one kicker with them is, is I'm not going to, me personally, I'm not going to put Metallica on, you know, when I'm driving somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, so that's one reason. Another reason for me is um, if you compare, if you compare now, if you're looking band versus band, in my eyes, Alex is a better drummer than Lars. Eddie's a better guitar player than um, than Kurt. Very, very close between the guitar players, but just in my mind, that's what kind of leans me one way or the other. Wow, I did not expect that. Wow, that's cool. cool uh, huge. <laughs> you did that deliberately, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah they're they're up there for sure i i don't agree that they're the greatest of all time but again like uh the big lebowski it's just your opinion okay. it's just your opinion man yeah man um van halen are, are savages they're they're unbelievable they're their uh, discography their live show um you know they've had their setbacks they had the departure of both singers the drama that went with yeah. that um the continuous feud in the media with uh dave versus sammy and then sammy versus eddie and all of the back like all the backlash yeah. that they went through was it the late 90s early 2000s yeah it was around there they even had the um they even had the other singer come in for a little while from um shoot what's that band I can't remember the name of the band now, but they had the other singer, uh, Gary Sharon from some eighties band who was wow. with them for a little while. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Um, been, uh, interviews back in the eighties where Jason Newstead was kind of talking about, they learned from Van Halen what not to do to avoid burnouts. Okay. Which, wow. which is super interesting because Van Halen were the party guys. Yeah. Um, Van Halen were also the model that Bon Jovi said what not to do. 
You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to lose a lot of money. You're not going to be able to own your own publishing. Uh, you're not going to be yeah. trusted on the big bills when you're touring. Um, so I, I, I just can't see them knocking Metallica off of that list. I understand that. I got you. But, um, but also... You got to fight harder, um, man. You got to fight harder. Um, but, but also, if you, if you look at what Bon Jovi said about them, who are people still listening to these days? Is it Van Halen or is it Bon Jovi? So if you look at it by the test of time, I think Van Halen has stood the test of time for a longer amount of time than, um, you know, than some other bands that might have said they, they wouldn't have lasted as long. Because, I mean, if you go anywhere, you're going to hear Panama. You're going to hear Jump. You know, you're going to hear songs like that because they're classic. They're timeless. So, um, I, you know, I think musically, uh, the catalog, the catalog stands up as well. Yeah, the music does certainly outstand the test of time. I am being absolutely fucking tormented by a fly here. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just right in my goddamn eyeline. Um, the fly, the flies on my side. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking my Metallica argument. <laughs> um, what, what, what outstands the test of time? Is it the music that people listen to all the time or is it the collective group, the guys in the band that will continue to make music and continue to tour? Yeah, I, well, I mean, unfortunately, we lost Eddie, but um, but but if you look at the the influence he's had on other guitarists, you know, you know, per se, just um, anybody say, hey, I picked up a guitar because of Eddie Van Halen or or um, a lot of people are really inspired by uh, by Sammy. And a lot of people use uh, Dave's stage persona as their own. Like, like when I was talking to you earlier about Steel Panther. I mean, they started as a Van Halen cover band and they kind of just blew up from there. So, I mean, I, I think influence-wise, I mean, I'm not as familiar with what, with what um, Metallica has done influence-wise, but, but I know when it comes to, comes to instruments, I feel like Eddie is Eddie's number one when it comes yeah. to that. And, and not a knock on Lars, because I like Lars, but I'm a drummer. And if I can sit down and play something Lars does in one or two takes, to me, that, that's just standard stuff. But if you look at what Alex Van Halen can do on the drums, he's phenomenal, man. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, like, Hot for Teacher intro. Yes. It, it just, it took me, I, I, I never told you, I'm a drummer. I used to be a drummer, too. Oh, look at there, man. Yeah. Perfect. Hey. <laughs> Back in the day. Um, yeah. but, but it took me a solid six, seven, maybe eight months to get those kicks. Wow in with the toms and it's it's really tough because you can do it when there's no click and you can do it when Mm -hmm. there's no band waiting for the intro but to get it on time it's just like no when it's rough because you want to rush it your feet want to rush it yeah when the beat kicks in and it goes to the right symbol it's just like you better be on time because they're waiting for your count yeah i mean that's that's no knock no knock on lars but you know just for me he's not one of my favorite drummers all time yeah for sure and if we dissect each individual in the band we could come up with many different reasons why uh james being the front man sammy and dave being the front men over there um yeah as as the collective i'm still uh-huh. stuck on metallica <laughs> i got you you know I what i mean you. but again yeah. when i tur- i got van halen's greatest hits on my phone and i i listened to it it's close to my recent purchases actually um, oh, sweet. but to sit down and listen to a van halen track it's it, immense pleasure it's just they're such a cool band they've got some phenomenal music um and truth be told if i go to spotify or if i go to my metallica playlist and it's unforgiven um anything from load or reload they're great mm-hmm. albums but if i want yeah. thrash metal i think of metallica i'm going to go early metallica stuff you know 
Oh yeah, one hundred percent agree, man. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And um, I don't know, I don't know how I'm gonna counter you away from Metallica because they are amazing as well. So um, what what would you say, you know, Metallica versus Van Halen? What kind of gives Metallica that edge? Um, f- well, first and foremost, I mean, aside from the death of of Eddie, yeah. um, longevity. They like Van Halen had this huge hiatus. They were off mm-hmm. for many, sure. many years. Um, yeah. Their live performances were terrible in the mid 2000s. That's they, true. Yeah, you're right about that. They were so bad. I, I had a friend yeah. who saw them. I think it was in either Dublin or Belfast. And it was as if Eddie didn't give a shit. There was a lot of alcohol and drug use that was like affecting the live performance. There's that yeah. infamous um, video on YouTube of the I, was it philadelphia where he's so out of tune he's like a half a step out during jump oh, maybe. yeah yeah so, you're right yeah i do remember that yeah they and also the uh i think it was jimmy kimmel they were on jimmy kimmel live one night and it was just a mess but the, it was because of david lee roth that's why it was a mess so yeah yeah i mean they've, they've definitely had their had their hiccups along the way for sure man yeah was it david lee roth hit himself in the nose with this yes. the stick or whatever the fuck he was I think it was the mic stand. Something like that. Yeah, he was doing his. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, yep. that was tough. Yeah. Um. So that Metallica have had their fuck ups too. They've had some terrible performances. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, Lars had to pull out a download in two thousand four because he had a panic attack on the plane, oh, and he geez. admitted later that it was a, a diva attack where he didn't have like the right sandwiches or something in the right. Wow. Plane, something like that. Man, I didn't know about that. That's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of negatives to go with my fucking answer. I'm fully aware that I'm flying myself here. Um, that's, what we, that's like what we were saying. It's subjective, man. Um, I'm not going to say that I hate Metallica or that, that I won't put Metallica on because if I'm in the middle of a long drive for work, I need something fast and strong. I'm going to put Metallica on for sure. Yeah. So there's no hate towards Metallica. I, I completely agree with you that they're awesome. Yeah, for sure. I just don't think, in other words, you haven't convinced me that Van Halen are number one and Metallica will be number two. Gotcha. Gotcha, man. You know? I understand that. That's, Tomb- that's cool, man. That's- to- Tombstone Josh, you got to do a better job, bro. Um, they, They're cooler. <laughs> they're definitely cooler. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen solos will not be beaten. Those, those mid-gig yeah. solos are just insane where he pops the cigarette up on top of the head and just yeah. taps, you know. Um, yeah, I've, phenomenal stuff. Have you seen Van Halen live? No, not in person. I have not. No. Nope. Uh, I saw Metallica 11 times and I have not wow. seen Van Halen. I saw, um, I saw Michael Anthony play with Chicken Foot. Remember Chicken Foot? Yeah, man, with Sammy. Yeah, right? With, oh, with Sammy. Jesus, yeah. Sammy, the same. Yeah. yeah, I saw yeah. Sammy and uh, Michael Anthony with Chicken Foot, Joe Satriani and Chad Smith on the drums. Um, yes, they're a good band. They played some like Van Halen licks, but I don't know if they contractually could play those songs. Yeah, that like makes that. sense. Um, but I am a just off topic. I am a Lars Ulrich drumstick holder. Oh, that's awesome, man! Yeah. Those things are those things are nice. Not bad. I like them. I said uh, 2010 in Belfast. They played two nights. I went up with two friends, and uh, the first night we had because uh, it was in the center of the arena. I had yeah. on the barrier, like standing tickets. And then the second night we were in the stands sitting down 
relaxing to a cold beer and some Metallica. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I got to, he, Lars came right over to our side. I'm like, I'm a fucking drummer. Give me the stick. I'm a fucking drummer. <laughs> so he threw the stick. It fell. I had a bit of a rapport with the security guy and the security guy handed me the stick. Oh, perfect, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's Superman. That's really cool. But yeah, I've never seen Van Halen. So I don't have this emotional attachment to, to that band. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I um I think my emotional attachment to them other than um, you know, just loving their music is um, you know, that's the stuff my dad was listening to when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like it felt like it feels like Van Halen was the uh the soundtrack to my, you know, five to ten years of age. My dad was playing them, you know, as I was growing up. So it just feels like I just like maybe that's my attachment to them. And my love for them comes just through my dad. That's awesome. Yeah. Music in my house was, it was nonstop too. Uh, that's, that's where it goes generation to generation. I got the same here with my kids. There's always music in my apartment. So it's, it's just such a, it's a beautiful thing to transfer from generation to generation, you know? Absolutely, man. I completely agree with that. I got kids too. I can't get them. I haven't gotten them into metal yet, but Hey, at least they love music, you know? That's it. That's it. They'll find their own path. Uh, real quick break, guys. I just want to do a couple of sponsorship reads. All right, guys. We are sponsored by Lucerner Beer. Josh, are you familiar with Lucerner Beer? I am not, man. Tell me about them. It's a local beer here in Lucerne, Switzerland, and they are sponsoring the podcast. Here's what I want you to do. Maybe you can do it too when you visit uh, Switzerland, Josh. Okay. Uh, go get yourself a Lucerner Beer. They are ice cold. They are so crisp. They are beautiful tasting. Visit their brewery in Burgenstrasse 16 here in Lucerne, Switzerland. Go buy their beers in the brewery and take a picture of your beer, drinking your beer. Put it on your social media and use the hashtag CMA Lucerner Beer to be in with a shot for a free case of beer at the end of the month. Josh, if you come over here, I'm going to get you a beer. We're going to have a beer together. Man, it sounds like an awesome time, dude. Looking forward to it. Awesome. All right, guys, we are also sponsored by Lola Tong. Do me a favor, Josh, go to lolatong.com and check out some of their awesome clothes. They're a really cool online business here in Lucerne, Switzerland. Yeah, I'm a fashionable guy wearing a Metallica top. You're a fashionable guy wearing a Pepsi t-shirt. But for true comfort, go to lolatong.com. You will get a 10% discount with every purchase when you check out and use the promo code CMA. They're fantastic. They will get you going no matter what you're doing, cleaning your apartment, going for a spontaneous coffee around town, going for a spontaneous dinner in the evening. Who gives a fuck? As long as you look good, Josh, that's right. That's right, man. If they can keep me looking cool on the beach here in Charleston, I'm all for it. There you go, man. That's what we look for. It doesn't matter if you're on the beach or in the snow-capped mountains of Switzerland. You got to look good regardless. LolaTong.com. CMA at checkout for a 10% discount. And we're back. It's all about the Benjamins. Tombstone Josh. <laughs> we're back. There you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what we were talking about, we were saying about, I guess, where we got our grassroots from and our parents listening to music all the time and, yeah, and, and bringing it back down through um, – to the next generation i was at a metallica concert in 2018 and wow. i wanted there's nothing that i want more right now than to bring my kids to a concert because it's so special to me right 
but yep. there was this kid at the show and he was so bored on his dad's shoulders. Oh, and I'm like, I got to yeah. rethink here because you can't, you can't do that to someone who doesn't want to be there just because you want them to be there. You know? Exactly. I have a fun story real quick. If you have time. I got lots um, of time. So my, so my, my son, I just took him to his first rock show. Um, we went to see steel Panther together. And um, so, so at first, at first he wasn't into it okay like you know the first band came on they played their set they were good but he wasn't into it but i think i think for the generation of kids nowadays that need some excitement going on while people are performing it needs to be something like steel panther i don't know how you feel about steel panther but i absolutely they, once, love steel panther good man um so once they came on the stage my son was he was in a trance because just satchel the guitar player he's a trip and the very first song they played he came out while he was doing the solo he was right in my son's face. He put the guitar pick on top of his head. And then the whole rest of the show, he was messing with him, talking to him, you know, making him a part of the show. So I think it's something like that that gets kids interesting. Because once that happened, my kid was hooked and he was into it, you know, like like I was. So that, that's just a fun story I like to share because it was his first rock show. And he got, you know, he got that much attention, which he loved. Wow. Now kids are. <laughs> and he put the pick on his head. Yeah, yeah, I have the pick at my house, man. He as soon as he finished the guitar solo and went to, to hit that last string, he sat it right on top of his head. Wow, that's pretty cool, man. I love it. Yeah, man, it was awesome. Yeah, I seen I saw Steel Panther three times. Sweet, uh, man. Sweet. Yeah, they played here in Europe. Um, and they, they love coming to Switzerland. They play quite a few times in Switzerland. Um good, man. how old is your son? That's a pretty raunchy show for your kid. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> so he's he's turning 16 next month. Um, so, so he's 15 now. He did. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure he saw his uh, his first set of uh, of you know what that night. <laughs> you can say it. We're not we're not censoring here. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he saw his first pair of tits that night in person, live, up close. I love it. They're <laughs> amazing show. They get. Uh, my mom listens to this show, um, but Steel Panther. Mm -hmm. They get like a load of girls to come up on stage and just dance. Yeah. And then some girls yeah. are very shy and they're like, "Oh, I'm on stage." And then some girls are like, "I'm on stage, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, it's my time to shine. <laughs> amazing. Uh, who was bass playing? Because uh, Lexi Fox left. Yeah. So um. So they have a guy by the name of Ricky Thrash who is a phenomenal bass player. Um, he fits the look. He looks like a dude straight out of the 80s. Um, you know, after the show, I met all the guys. I met him specifically. He was super nice. I told him he looked kind of like the Ultimate Warrior because he's a big buff guy. And, um, wow. you know, he was super cool. He was nice, man. I, I hopefully they record an album with him because he was awesome. Yeah, they're a great band, man. They've, they've got some phenomenal music. And yeah. if you don't get the joke, you're not going to enjoy their material their exactly. look it's a piss take look and some of the lyrics are just making fun of the lifestyle yeah exactly the and then that's what some people don't get is that it's an act you know what i mean because off the stage they're super nice guys they're great guys just on stage they got a show to put on and they kick ass doing it yeah they do a phenomenal live show they do like get a lot of criticism about the backing tracks and they get a lot of criticism mm -hmm. about potential lip syncing but i think michael yeah. Starr has uh, denied any lip syncing right well, I know that I've, I've, I know for a fact that they use some some backing, you know what I mean? So whenever you have the synthesizer stuff, I mean, there's not a keyboardist on stage doing that stuff. So yeah. as far as what I've seen and I've experienced in person, it looks pretty, looks pretty, looks pretty solid to me. Yeah. I got introduced to them in 2000 and 
13 or 14 a friend of mine okay. said hey wow. check these out they, they were playing donnington or download festival in the uk yeah and they yeah. came out with the four or five hits on stage and it's just uh part no um tiger woods yeah uh, community property um death all but metal probably right and death all but uh yes with Corey taylor on uh guest yeah. vocals yeah, amazing man. show. I was just like, what am I listening to? These guys look like they're from 1981. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, man, but they're awesome, man. They're full of energy and they're talented dudes. I love them. Yeah, really, really cool. And and such a great show for your son to have on his first time ever seeing like uh, was it his first no show kidding. and his first pair of titties? That yeah, that was his that was his first rock show ever, man. Amazing. I yep. love it. Um you mentioned your second band was Foo Fighters. I would like yes, to briefly touch on Foo Fighters because of the tragedy sure. that happened uh, last month. Yeah. I saw Foo Fighters three years ago in just before the pandemic in uh, Bern in Switzerland. Wow. Um, they're a very, very special band and they're they certainly are. up there with, uh, they would be in my top five for sure. They're amazing. Oh, cool, man. Good, good. I'm glad we have similar tastes. Um, like I was telling you earlier, and I found out about you is, you know, we're drummers. Taylor yeah. Hawkins is somebody I model my drumming after, you know, so so the loss of him was devastating to me personally. Yeah. Um, but but as a band as a whole, they're super talented. They write catchy ass tunes. Um, they've been doing it for a long time as well. They also have that versatility I was talking about, like Van Halen does, where they can do just about anything. They're, just, they're a special band, man. They are. They're special. Truly are. Um. I don't want to go down the route of, of, of Taylor Hawkins and the circumstances, but when, when you talk about Foo Fighters, you talk about who they are as individuals, their families, um, looking at their body of work, they're definitely up there. And then yeah. with, with their body of work and their sheer following and numbers, their achievements with who they know and what they've done yeah, off the charts. They could no play Wembley Stadium in london and bring out um john paul jones on bass and jimmy page on guitar dave yeah. Grohl on drums and taylor hawkins mm -hmm. singing and they did yeah by led zeppelin um wow. phenomenal phenomenal guys and they've so it's such a bright future ahead i hope they continue yeah, I don't, I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't know how you fill that void. I, you know, I personally think Dave's probably devastated. You know, that seemed like it was probably one of, if not his, his best friend in the whole wide world, man. So it's interesting to see where they go from here, man. I, I hope they do, but if they didn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. Cause I'd understand. Yeah, for real. And when you talk about these things, I, I genuinely thought you were going to say Led Zeppelin. That's why I wore this hat. Um, I, w I was going to fuck with you and say the Beatles, but <laughs> This Zoom call would have been over in five seconds. <laughs> um, but when you talk about Led Zeppelin and the fact yeah. that when John Bonham passed away in 1980, um, the fact that Led Zeppelin went no further is, is a tragedy mm -hmm. in itself, you know? Yeah. And when you talk about Metallica auditioning bass players two weeks after Cliff Burton passed away, um, mm -hmm. and then you've got things like Motorhead when Lemmy passed away, motorhead yeah. completely stopped there are certain bands that you just can't continue like 
I think not continuing Led Zeppelin for us as a, as fans was a huge mistake. Yeah. Um, but who would fill the void? Who would be the drummer for Foo Fighters going forward? I mean, I mean, we we all know Dave's a phenomenal drummer, but he has to be the front man of that band. You know what I mean? Maybe in the maybe on albums he could do both, and maybe they have special guest drummers, you know, on occasional shows. But I just, I don't know. I don't know who you put in that spot. Yeah, it's like again with with Van Halen, you don't get a replacement guitarist for Eddie Van Halen. Exactly. You know, and and just as another example, um, it feels like Avenged Sevenfold has struggled since they lost the Rev. Right. You know, they've, they've had good drummers here and there, but they haven't had that solid consistency of great work since they lost them. Yeah, true. Mike, Mike Port and I filled in for a while, but he said he wasn't comfortable with yeah. the attitude of the guys and how down everybody was and stuff. But again, I go back to the Motorhead example. You don't get a replacement for Lemmy. Um, no. do, could you have gotten a replacement for John Bonham? I think so. Yeah, yeah probably. I don't know, um, but Taylor Hawkins, it's, it's a tough one because they're a super group at the end of the day. They're like, what do you do? Well, I'll say, I heard somebody else say this, and I'll share it here just because I think it makes so much sense for what we're talking about. But somebody said Dave Grohl is the talent in the band, but Taylor Hawkins was the rock star. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, was the, he was the rock star. He was the cool guy. He was the, you know, I mean, he, he's what made him rock and roll pretty much. Yeah. That's true. And I would agree. I would absolutely agree with that. Um, we were talking just before about the, uh, the Van Halen, uh, we call it a tribute act or a re- revival. Yeah. Some uh, kind of, some kind of tribute or some kind of um, in honor of Van Halen kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I see, I've seen the rumors around that too. Yeah. What's Eddie's son's name again? Is it Alex? Oh, uh, yeah. It's a Wolfgang. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's Wolfgang. What would he play? Guitar? Is he a good guitarist? I don't, when he was with the band, he was he was the bassist. He took yeah. over for what Michael Anthony was. Yeah. Um, the rumor the rumor I saw was um, it would be Alex on drums, uh, Joe Satriani on guitar, Jason Newstead on bass, um, and then they didn't nail down a singer. I think they were going to try and use Dave, but mm-hmm. that would be a train wreck, you know. Yeah, I don't know. He's just and again before the pandemic, I heard that he was retiring. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, I don't know. But Smart this all, decision for him. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but this all goes back to the argument, you know, Tombstone Josh, Metallica are playing this summer in Switzerland. Van they Halen, are. Van Halen are not. They are not. That's right, man. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a strange one. But uh, but again, Big Lebowski, it's just your opinion, man. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, lo- I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny Metallica is not good. And you probably have stumped me. Maybe I didn't bring enough, uh, gunpowder to the fight uh, i challenge you to a round two <laughs> <laughs> i like that idea there you go man i think that's good for today man i don't know sweet you haven't convinced me i will offer you a rematch at your disposable at your disposal either on your platform or my, my platform but for me metallica Perfect. metallica wins this round all right man i'll um i'll take the notes i've learned from today and i'll try and see who else might can uh can battle you there you go, man. That would be an absolute pleasure. Uh, Tombstone, Josh, tell us where you are and what you're doing and how people can see you, hear you, and follow you. Cool, man. Thank you so much. So I'm a part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. We are, you know, we're based out of the state. Um, we cover all things like pop culture, horror, theme parks, music, obviously, with my show, uh, movie reviews, um, drink reviews, 
just fun, friendly conversation with friends and people we meet along the way. Um, you can find us on YouTube and Facebook, uh, the Thrill Me Podcast Network. So I suggest highly to check it out. My show personally is called The Metal Groove. Come check it out, man. We talk a lot of great tunes over there. We got a special guest coming up this week, too. Awesome, man. I will put uh, I'll put links in the description so you can just Appreciate very it, easily man. click down and have a look at Tombstone Josh. Uh, sir, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I, 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 do hope, I do hope that we can have another podcast together. Hey, absolutely, man. Hey, you're a fellow drummer. We've made friends here. I'm definitely going to stay in touch, dude, man. It was an absolute blast, man. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Let's do it again. Tombstone Josh, thank you very much, sir. You have a good afternoon. All right, you too, brother. Rockin'.